You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Shave women Hey, buddy. How's it going there, pal? Hey, uh, How's it going? This is uh, Hans' uh, cousin. This is, um, I'm up in Glen's Falls area there. And uh, he left the computer there for me. And uh, we're... we're uh, is he okay? People are worried about him. Yes, he is. Just, uh, well, first of all, if you want to introduce, my name's Ron Gitto. And uh, I can't do Ron. Damn it, Ron Gitto, the name of one of the gi- Ron Gitto. Ron Gitto, the name. Of- I know. Yeah, I know you knew it. Of Ron Gitto, of course. it was his story. That's such a Glens Falls name. He was the uh, the cool janitor in high school. Ron Gitto. Man. Where's Ron Gitto now? He was like 27, and we we're. He used to come to the, the parties at the house. The house in the outskirts of town. I don't know. Oh Ron- yeah, I'm not surprised. I should look up Ron Gitto. Uh, I no doubt he's on Facebook or or. I don't know, he's using the computer down at the library or something on to use Facebook or something, I don't know. But he was cool. He like lived by himself, drove a little Japanese car. He really tried to he's like, Hey, anything going on this weekend? Like gender <laughs> asking 16, 17, 18 year old kids what's going on this weekend. Like the like, whenever I feel like a loser, I think about Ron Gitto. And I feel a lot better. This entire podcast is dedicated to Ron Gitto, wherever you are. This is how we talk. Is anything going on this weekend there? Well, uh, Google has only returned, uh, did you mean Ron Haddo, Ron Guido, which I definitely didn't mean, <laughs> Ronnie Caddo, and then my favorite is Ron Gatos. Oh, man, Ron Gatto. Like, wow. Ron Gatto has G-I-T-T-O. Ah, <laughs> see, I did D's. All right. <laughs> nope, it's Ron G-I-T-T-O. Gitto. Ronnie Gatto. What we got here? Uh, yeah, we got a Ron Gatto on Facebook. Let's see what we got here. Oh, I- mm. You know, I 
I see one guy who's looking pretty well to do, and another guy that's just the like the faceless Facebook silhouette. So I, I'm guessing it's the other guy. <laughs> yep, I think it's the other guy. I really do. Yeah, Ron Kitto. But there he is. Um, yeah, rest in peace. Not rest in peace, but uh, this entire podcast is dedicated to Ron Gitto, the the man who, at age 27, if you're feeling bad about yourself, think about Ron Gitto, the man at age 27 who would um, go to high school parties. So you could be, you could always be Ron Gitto. You can, oh, and you still can be Ron Gitto if you try hard. <laughs> Speaking of Ron Gitto, I had a fucking week, man. Yeah, what happened? Let's <laughs> I, well, let's let's do this because. We recorded episode 50 the second time. Yeah. And we had grand plans to record 51 while you were down here. Ah. And, uh, you know, it's just like you were here for like a week. I'm here. We're like across the river. You know, let's just do some shit. You straight up vanished. Uh, like 100% just vanished and then I have know. just resurfaced today. I know. After a few weird Craigslist posts. Or not Craigslist. I'm sorry. Maybe a few weird Craigslist posts. <laughs> yeah, that's the shit you don't see. The weird a, Craigslist. Few, uh, a few weird Facebook posts where people started to email me asking if you were okay. Did people really do that? They did. Who? I'm not going to name names. Oh, my God. What did they say? That's so embarrassing. I can't. Uh, I won't. I can't. You can't even say what they said? No. Damn it. Okay, well, I wasn't okay at all. I, I, you know... I could tell. I could tell the night we recorded episode 50, all of us were in a weird fucking mood. We were all in a weird zone that night. Well, Sean Duty puts me in a weird mood. Like, that was classic. Sean Duty had been doing so well. You know, it's, it, that's actually, I'm glad we did that because the, the Sean Duty <laughs> that everyone knows from this podcast, it's like, oh, Sean Duty, that's really funny. That no. was the Sean Duty that shows up in the van when you've lived in the van with him for three and a half weeks. Every, that was that was yeah. that goody. Every tour for like, oh, I don't know. Every time we ever went on tour, that was what Sean Duty acted like every time. Europe, fucking uh, whether it was Europe or Rhode Island, that's how that motherfucker <laughs> acted. Like t- tight, tight, wound real tight, and. Like, very, like, all of a sudden has these staccato bursts of, like, aggressive energy and postulates about these opinions and everything. And we just want to have a good time. And, like, I make fun of him for eating my pretzels. And I'm really, I'm not being serious, but he thinks I'm being super serious and, like, asks me about it the next day. (laughs) But I knew that I was in trouble when Sean Duty texted me with a pep talk. Get the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Now walk us through that, please. Well, I, a woman, I'm assuming a woman, uh, wrote on the Tumblr, it was assailing mostly me on the Tumblr about... Oh, yeah, I saw that. And I was like, first of all, I know you're listening, I know you listen every fucking week, uh, whoever you are, um, I'm guessing my, one of my fucking gamey, uh, fucking weirdo exes, whatever, at this point I couldn't care less, alright, fucking, you probably still have my number, Fucking, they still read back the fucking text. So whenever you want to really talk to me, go for it. But, um, like, oh, well, you, you prey on younger women because you can't get your shit together to date a woman, a career-oriented woman. So I went through an itemized list of how I'm a loser, basically. Yeah, the- I saw that. I actually didn't. I read the first question <laughs> she asked when it came in on the inbox. Yeah. And I have a thing. It's a good skill for everyone at home to have. Uh, I used to freak out about little things all the time like that, yeah. and like write angry. I used to get in like message board fights with like guys from his hero is gone over stupid shit, you know, like just real dumb shit like that. Keyword um, you, keywords used to used to <laughs> like ten years ago. I did an exercise for a few weeks where anytime I would get knee jerk mad about something, I would immediately approach it from the other position, 
Like, I wouldn't be, allow myself to get mad about, like, an immigration bill unless I were, were able to adequately put myself in the shoes of somebody who just fucking hates immigrants. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really useful in not being a nut. And it's also really useful when arguments like this come up because you now have four seconds with which to impress me with an argument. And otherwise, yeah. I just tune out and don't care. And this one, I just, like, I... I got three lines in, and I'm like, yeah, I, there's no there's no way I'm going to care about it. There's no point in me taking this position because it's like... I know. It's someone being a fucking... Like, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. No, I should have I should have used that. I will use that rule from now on. But that doesn't... I mean, I'm always the one who replies to those things. And I... It was... I replied with, like, every reason why an older... And first of all, an older woman, like... Old, like 30-something, whatever. 30-something woman who is... I know a lot of 30-something women who don't have their shit together, first of all. Second of all, um, the ones who do really want to throw it in your fucking face, like, all the time. Like, well, I'm leasing a Toyota, and... You know, like, <laughs> That's your definition of got their shit together, yeah, leasing a Toyota. pretty <laughs> much. Like, well, I'm leasing a Toyota, and I've got, like, a one-bedroom apartment, and, like, uh, I've got, like... You know, I can do brunch whenever I'd like. You know, that kind of shit. Like, that pseudo, fucking that magazine, fucking nouveau riche bullshit. Um, whatever. So I listed, and I made kind of an itemized list, but in, like, flowery language about how I, uh, I'm a loser. That was so cathartic. Cause I, put, I can imagine. Well, I put it out there, and I, I said, well, on top of all of this, I actually like myself, and I don't mind any of this at all. <laughs> And then since then, I've been working out and trying to feel better about myself. And today is the day I finally felt good. I have, I'm working with, um, I don't have that much money. I have a job which I have grown to hate. Everybody, everybody's negative energy at my work has, has rubbed off on me. I've caught a disease. My boss is super negative. Uh, all my coworkers are super negative and very driven uh in the worst reasons for the worst the worst things about money and like and power some weird sort of like microcosmic fucking power that they can get from like other town officials and like real back room like bullshit you know like oh i've been here longer than anybody i have seniority like you deal with that kind of shit and i i've i've posted a date in my mind of june 6th which is d-day to yeah, um, <laughs> that is the day I, I I that's the last day I'm working at that office. Um, I don't care if I find I don't care if I work at a mobile station. Um, I talk, I had a long talk with my dad who uh, worked at a job he hated for 27 years, and he said uh, your mental health is more important than anything. And then I said, Dad, can I move in again if I don't find a job? And he's like, Fuck no. So. Yeah, all right, there we go. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't say that. But, um, yeah, that's it. And I, I don't do a lot of bootstrapping, obviously. If you've seen my waistline, you know I don't do a ton of bootstrapping in my life. I need to be prodded toward doing anything, including working out or doing anything. But this is more than just the normal Hans roller coaster. Like, I had some some uh, some bad thoughts, man, like about my life and where it should go. And that's part of my thing. I, uh, you went to the dark place. 
I went to the darkest place, <laughs> Andrew. Shit. It, it was bad. It was really bad. Started in New York. Uh, I had a good time at your... I had a great time at your place. And then, like, the conference I went to was terrible. The people I worked with were condescending in the least funny way possible. Like, most of the time when people are like that, I can I can just laugh and, and say, Ah, well, you know, you're a rich asshole. I get it. You know, this is how you became a rich asshole. But I just took everything wildly personally, and I don't know why. And I had to figure. I figured out that I hadn't been in a job I hated in like ten years, and that was ah. My... This started out so fresh, man. You were gonna keep this job for years. That was it. I, that was that was gonna be your thing. I know. I know. I know. I I'm know. glad you got out now. That's nice. It's good. Got, it's better I, doing this than when you're like 48. And right. You're like, oh fuck, I may I have to go on disability because nobody's gonna hire me to do anything now. When we're doing the podcast, when when you're you know 45 and I'm 48, and uh, and we're. Uh... <laughs> I'm at the uh, Albany Public Library with a fucking with the same microphone plugged into the USB port. And then, just, I I paid for thirty I, minutes because you pay at libraries. In the pardon future. me, excuse me. Why are you running Audacity on the? I'm not. Well, I just downloaded this program. Just to, I'm gonna erase it. And then, yeah. like the, I'm running it off a USB stick. Yeah, exactly. Oh Lord, well that's what I don't want to have happen. Money doesn't buy happiness. I'm making a decent amount of money, but it's just I'm not happy at all. And it sounds like a pussy move, but I, and I expected a lot of flack from my old man, but he's just like, hey, if you hate your job, don't do it. Because he said, you know, working a shitty job took years off his life, and he, he, he didn't really do anything but worry about work when he wasn't at work. And then when he was at work, he worried about work. I don't worry about work. I just feel, like, really weighed down by everybody's... Everybody I work with is extremely negative. And ex- like her, their energy is extremely negative. And every- shit, I worry about work. Should I quit my job? No, because you love your job. <laughs> I actually hate my job so much right now; it's fucking ridiculous. But, but you, that's neither here nor there. But you're doing like ever since I <clears throat> met you, you were into doing sound, and you're like a sound man. And you're now you're doing sound. Like you install sound, you do sound. You at least have some sort of. You have some sort of parabola of career arc, like that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to work in an office, and like, fuck it, who cares? And now I'm like, what the fuck do I do now? I hate working in an office. These are things you realize at 25. I'm realizing them at, like, uh, 36 and three quarters. So this is something that uh, I'm going to have to really hit the boards and find something else quickly. I might go back into teaching. I might... Uh, yeah, this, it, just saying this out loud just sounds so bad. Well, that's, <laughs> but, that's the point of the podcast. Know, it's all supposed to be therapeutic. It is. It is, though. It's very therapeutic. But not before I came back. I uh, had a really sad Thursday off um, doing nothing. Uh, um, had, a, like, a weird weekend. Saturday night, I went to a local bar named Susie's. Excellent. Always a great start. Oh, God. I, uh, uh, somebody just called me a fag, by the way, on NBC News, because I uh, liked uh, and commented on the fact that Arizona is going to allow gay people to shop, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> somebody said... Sh- Actually, you know what? This is a fantastic <laughs> example for everyone at home. Yeah. You're not allowed... Press pause after I'm done talking. You're not allowed to listen again until after you've sat there and you've put yourself in the shoes of a person in Arizona who just hates gay people. Right. Exactly. And that's it. You don't have to like it. 
you don't have to agree with it. You just have to identify with it briefly and <clears throat> understand it. Yes. And Even if it's a coming from a place of nonsense, because most things are. Yeah. Let it. Let the happiness wash over you. A, you're not Ron Gitto. B, you're not Ron Gitto. B, you're not a person named Daniel Peppers who who replied on my comment on MC, NBC News' status. Shut up, fag. <laughs> What if Daniel Peppers is Ron Kiddo's roommate? Hey, hey Daniel, I saw your comment there. I know that guy over there. Ron Kiddo. Man, I don't know why, but I just feel like driving up to Glens Falls right now and f- in search of Ron Kiddo. It's the name of my uh, my biography I'll never write. It's your, your cryptid hunt uh, show on Discovery Channel, In Search of Ron Gitto. <laughs> in Search of Ron Gitto. In Search of Childhood Friend Ron Gitto. <laughs> and I go pull up to his trailer... In the middle of nowhere, and he doesn't remember who I am. <laughs> He's like, "Fire! I got fired from the school years ago. I don't remember nothing." He works in for he works in the gravel pit now, where we used to hang out. I, uh, anyways, I'm I'm getting off the track. Me get off the track? Come on now. But all so, right, so okay. you had a week. Well, Saturday was great because I uh, <laughs> I went to a local bar named Susie's. There were some younger people there who I know, so I thought, "Hey, I'll." Uh, I'll prey on them. No, I'll, of course I will. Uh, career-oriented, thirty-six-year-old woman. I uh, to justify what you said. I I was going. I went there to prey on younger women because um, you know I don't. I didn't feel like talking to them about you know buying a picnic set at fucking Pottery Barn. Sorry, or uh, going to Lake George and dipping our tootsies in the fucking water and planning little uh, getaways and all that other bullshit. Maybe I just wanted to you know sleep with a 22-year-old and feel terrible afterwards. It's my right. Anyway. Um, so I went there and, uh, you know, outclassed all the men are, you know, making the rounds. They're cool. They're young. They're hip. They're 25. Um, and I got some High Life beer. I sat down and started talking to somebody. I drank like seven High Lifes, right? And I was talking to this, this guy I know and this girl who's considerably younger than I am. And um, uh, we get talking about the Eagles of all things. And that doesn't seem like a, that much of a stretch. I, well, I can see exactly how you landed there. Well, and the dude and I were talking about Tim Tim Schmidt, the uh, the bassist, and the song he sings, "I Can't Tell You Why," which is one of the only really great Eagles songs. And um, that and uh, in the city were great. And, but if you ever see Sean Duty, tell him that In the City is an Eagle song and he'll blow a gasket because he's, <laughs> he's convinced it's a Joe Walsh song. Technically uh, is. See, you too, man. It's on the Eagles long run record. I don't give a shit. It's I'm a- just saying it technically is a Joe Walsh song, but I, I don't. I'm not somebody who's going to throw a bottle against the wall over it. It's just, you know, just yeah. throwing it out there. Now that I'm, if I was Sean Duty, I'd say, wow, life's been good. Like many things in the world, Sean Duty is technically right and effectively wrong. Amen. Anyway, so this girl has like half a cup of beer, and she dumps it all over me and throws my hat across the room. For what? Because of the Eagles? Because I like the Eagles. And she's really drunk, too. So I'm like, fuck. Like, and I, of course, because I'm in super... <laughs> yeah, right? Because <laughs> I'm in super... <laughs> I know, I know. And everybody looks at me, and everybody starts laughing at me. Like, the time I fell on my bike in front of, like, the entire seventh grade line waiting to get into school. Uh, everybody laughed at me. How long have you been holding on to that one? That's like... 
That was like many decades ago. Oh yeah, no, no, it's fresh, man. It's fresh. That was the same. That was the same day we convinced Jason Loading that there was a. <laughs> Your Glens Falls people have the absolute best names. It's fucking unbelievable. All right, so Jason Loading. Yeah, Jason Loading. Me, Eric Beecher, and Jason Loading were like, "Hey, Jason, did you play the new? Because we used to, he's a perpetual liar." So we would come. It would be like I fell on my bike and I felt really bad. But later on, I felt awful about it. But uh, then we came up. We rolled up onto him, and he's. We we're like, "Hey, Jason Loading, did you play the new um, like uh, Karate Kid video game that just came out?" Which there was none at the time. And he's like, "Yeah, I beat it last night." Because his mom uh, was Jason Loading. You fucking lion ass yeah, liar. Well, because his thing was anytime a movie came out, he told us that he would get the video the next day. Because his mom worked at Price Chopper and could get free video rentals. Wow. Oh, well, yeah, Price Chopper gets all the first-run films, like, right after they come out. And back then, you'd have to wait, like, two months for the video to come out. So that was, like, a big thing. But then we, were, we got hip to it. And, uh, what, that Price Chopper wasn't a second-run theater? No, exactly. Um, yeah, so... No, that was that was my. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, so just like I when I fell on my bike in my camouflage in front of the seventh grade line, I was in the seventh grade line again, getting beer dumped on me, and like people just laughing at me, and me having to walk over, and p- fucking amble over, and pick up my fucking hat, and then I just like left, but I went next door. There's this this really piss piss poor restaurant called Cafe Two Seventeen. Next door. So, uh, go ahead. I will talk about Cafe Two Seventeen in a, a second. <laughs> go nuts. Yeah. So this is like f- almost five a.m. at this point. Uh, I am. I the, the cold outdoor air, which it's like still below zero in Albany. The cold. I air, don't want to drop you off, but uh, I did just find Jason Loading's address in Glens Falls. <laughs> <laughs> yes. L-O- You're gonna check him out. L O D I N G. Yes. L O D I N. There's one Jason Loading in the entire white page. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, sorry. I like how you're looking them up. It's great. I love this shit. Yeah, it's so yeah. cool. Why don't I do this every episode? That's, well, you know what? I can just have Glens Falls Roundup if you want. Okay, so you went to the worst restaurant on planet Earth, Cafe okay. 217. But I realize as, as I exit Susie's uh, unfulfilled, I hear people laughing at me. Ooh, freaking... Ugh, just... Former singer of Wrath is there looking at me. Like, it's the worst. Like, it's the fucking worst, right? Um... Or Lucas, I'm sorry, former singer of Lucas look <laughs> is there, like and laughing at me, like it's the worst, right? Uh, go outside, the cold air hits me, and I realize this is the drunkest I've ever been in my life. Ah, oh, excellent. I am fucking wasted, right? Wasted, like stumbly McStumbly, right? And like, if, but to make matters worse, uh, Albany is in that season where. The snow melts during the day, and then it becomes zero degrees. So the streets are icy. The sidewalks are like... You have to walk around on ice skates. It's that bad. So I'm slipping around, whatever. Um, I go to Cafe 217, and I just really want chicken fingers, right? Not there you don't. Uh, well, I did. I hand him my card. Uh, you know, I'm fucking just staring at the ceiling, whatever. Like a couple people from Susie's come in and they like look at me like, "Whoa, there's that guy with that beer dumped on him," <laughs> which is great. I uh, they give my chicken fingers, and I'm I, dude, I remember this. I take my like they give us me a side of chicken finger or, or, or fucking 
the shit you're never supposed to eat, honey mustard, right? Gross. Yeah. I take my finger and I'm spreading it on the chicken fingers like it's a bagel and and the and the honey mustard is cream cheese. Wow, you have hit a fucking zone right here. This is like a major skid. Uh, dude. <laughs> so I'm like, but I'm sitting in the lobby of the place doing this. Like I'm I didn't get a table. I'm just sitting there doing this, like getting my chicken strips ready for the walk home. And they're looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, and I realize I'm that guy. Like, even in my drunkenness, I have this, these moments of lucidity. Like, the sober, not reasonable, but the sober haunts inside is like, dude, go home. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you but were the, on that line. You know how close you were to being, um, for anyone who hasn't lived in Albany, every, <laughs> every town has this guy. Uh, in Albany, it was Dean, which is the homeless guy that's just uh, everywhere, up in everyone's business, and yeah. always yelling and like falling down. And everyone yeah. thinks, it, everyone pretends that they're like Dean's friend, but really, Dean's got a knife, <laughs> and no one really wants to be his friend. You know, you were so close to being Dean right there. You yeah. were like a few like like the, issues away. The waitress was like looking at me like, "Come on, dude!" Like reasonable sober Hans is inside saying, "Dude, go! Like get out of here." Miller time, Hans, is like, <laughs> just give me a minute, I'll be gone, I just need to spread this honey mustard on these gross, like, piping hot, like, like, fucking chicken fingers. So finally I'm walking, right? And I've got the, the styrofoam container open. Dude. Uh, you also live a block away from here. I know. <laughs> I could have just walked home, right? And I'm like, I decide, fuck that, I'm not walking by Susie's again, fucking assholes, right? I never want to go back there again. People I know, man. I'm going to go home. I'm going to delete so many people off Facebook. Fuck this. So I'm walking down the middle of Jefferson Street. And I'm eating my chicken fingers. And I slide. And my feet go up. (laughs) And I fall right on my fucking head. Oh, shit. So I fall on my fucking head. Head first. Like, my head hit first. And I'm like, ugh. Like... Like, that doesn't snap me back into reality. So the back of my jacket's all wet. I'm so fucking... now you're actually an issue away from death. Right. Like a now car, you've fr- uh, briefly surpassed Dean, and now you're just actually about to die. Yeah, like, I might have I might have been concussed. I'm not sure. Uh, I have some cuts in the back of my head and my neck. Um, uh, roll around, and I, like, reach out, and the chicken fingers are fucking deposited on the ground. So I rent over, and I want to like pick up the fucking chicken fingers because i'm like fuck they're still hot my whole my whole mental thing was like well they're still hot so like the ice on the ground won't really affect them that much right so i fucking try to get up and i fall again on my elbow and i'm that and the pain of falling on my elbow like snapped me out of it enough to be like wow ground zero found like the fucking mariana's trench like i thought i was on the ocean floor but then i found the (laughs) trench like, I'm, I'm like, what the fuck am I? I feel like calling my mom. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this is, this is the fucking worst. Like, this is the worst depression-driven moment of my life. <laughs> Shit. And, I'm, I'm, like, trying hard to, like, hold back. Dude, Man. don't hold back. I need to get laughed at. I look down. Holy shit. My jeans, my jeans are so wet. The back, my heel of my foot is coming out of the back of one of my shoes, and my heel is wet. I'm just like, I just need to walk home quietly. I leave the chicken fingers in the street. 
My hands are covered in honey mustard. Covered. The front, oh, the front of my coat is covered in honey mustard. My flannel <laughs> shirt is covered in honey mustard. I don't know how I got... Because when I, I... I can only imagine when I fell backwards, the fucking shit fell on me and then bounced off me. Because there's honey mustard everywhere. It's like somebody came on me honey mustard. So, Holy shit. So I go home. And... Um, it gets better. I go home. <laughs> uh, I don't put a, any sad Facebook messages up, but I delete like four people who I talk to pretty regularly. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to go friend them back. I'm probably just going to have to explain to them what happened or whatever. Um, <clears throat> and, You're in a kind of cool position where you can do shit and be like, listen, I had an episode. Uh, and then that's it. That's a, Which maybe is not a cool position, actually, say, now that I said that really out loud. a really cool but, position, man. But, you know, you, you get a certain amount of leeway. I just, I don't know if I should go to fucking inpatient therapy or what, because that is, that is indicative. That is a bad moment. That is a get, like, crack your skull and bleed out moment. Like, that was bad. I'm lucky I'm built like a fucking lineman. And my body could handle that. Like I flipped up like four feet in the air and fell. It was like Three Stooges style. I was like, "Whoa!" Like just because I was walking too fast, it was way too icy, and I slipped and fell. Like that's how people fucking die for no reason. And um, all right, well that's not great. No, that was awful. Uh, Saturday, uh, oh Sunday comes, and I've my phone's ringing. It's like two in the afternoon. My phone's ringing. It's my mother. Apparently, I had called her at uh, 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m. Oh. I called her f- four times on her cell phone. Um, didn't answer. I, I don't know if I left a message, and my mother didn't say anything about a message. She's also, like, 66 and doesn't know how to check her voicemail. So I'm thinking about, st- God bless. thinking about stealing her phone and just erasing those messages or posting them to OvernightDrive.com, by the way. Um, I was like, you know what? I should probably go up to Glens Falls and uh, escape Albany for the day. <laughs> yeah, fucking butter this toast a little bit, let everything cool out. Yeah, uh, but not before. Uh, on my way out of uh, Albany, I stop at Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, I get fucking like those little chicken burritos that I used to like, and I get I feel so sick after eating them. It's so you gross. didn't get that crunch nacho thing that they keep pimping right now? No, man. No, I no, just those things went, are good. I, I just, hate how the good those things are. Ugh, I I didn't. I went for the the stringy, terrible styrofoamy chicken. Um, went home, talked to my mom. My mom's like, oh, I can really tell you're depressed, and I can really tell what's going on. You should, you know, and she's so sweet. My mother's such a sweetheart. If I have any sweetness in my heart, it comes from her. My dad's a sweetheart, too. I talk to my dad, tell him what happened, have, like, a bro talk, you know. And that's when we talked about my job and everything. And it's not even the job that makes me miserable. It's just I'm, like, right now, I'm, even though I get laid fairly regularly, I, I'm an intrinsically lonely person. And I need to not do that. I need to just focus on the things that are good in my life and my friends. I have great friends, uh, uh... Except for Sean Duty. And I have... Um, Sean Duty's dead to us. Yeah, fuck it. He can have the bag of pretzels. He, you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, no, no, everybody... I made some great friends this year. Some really solid friends this year, you know. And I... I don't know, man. Uh, but, but when I got home from Glens Falls, I am sad all over again. I am lonely. 
Uh, rejection really fucking triggers me off. And the girl I was talking to on OkCupid deleted her profile before I could seal that coffee date, mm-hmm. which I don't never need to do because that shit just fucking sucks the life out of me. So I, before I go to bed, I write uh, something along the lines of like deep seated sadness on Facebook. So I think this is where I enter the story. <laughs> this is where Andrew enters the story. <laughs> I hate myself. I want want to die bad. Okay, go for it. I can't even explain. I woke up at like 7 in the morning. Let me see if I can find the picture. Uh Oh. Oh, it's the last one I took. There you go. Okay, okay. flash forward to Andrew. Woke up in a nice apartment next to a beautiful woman. It's chilling. You know, it was the perfect temperature. Yeah. It was perfect humidity. Uh, (laughs) And yeah, I see deep-seated sadness... And then directly below it, Sean Duty at I could I can't tell how much further back it must have been roughly around the same time. Ugh. Sean Duty, I cannot stop listening to Leatherface and the replacements. Do I need Zoloft? Right underneath my post, right there, like right underneath there. Like, I woke up and I'm like, do I just know uh, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> like, what is going on right now? So. Yeah, so Andrew, you're my man. You're my, I know you're my homeboy from way back now because uh, you fucking texted me immediately and were like, just texted me that picture. And then you're like, uh, hey, here's some outside perspective. You look like a... F-. And then, like, you didn't have to say you look like a fucking mess, but that was the... That was the it was implied. It was implied. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Like, that was a big wake-up call, too. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I I just started going back to work, and I I went to the gym yesterday and today. I'm just doing. You follow my routine? I am actually. I'm on sit ups and probiotics cures everything. I I did. uh, I did probiotics. I also did a a pretty fairly intense. uh, I took some uh, fairly intense cleansing pills. Um, So this is this is gonna get weird. Yeah. No. 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 They're like herbal, just just to clean my system out, clean the toxins out of my body. I've done it before, and it works out really well. Uh, it gives me a, a really, really sore ass, but other than that, it's great. I'm purging the uh, impurities that fester in my veins, uh, my Earth Crisis quote of the week. Um, so far, and as the days go on, I'm feeling a little bit better. But I, I need to really not, I need to really, see, this is the thing that gets me, Andrew, and everybody. Um, <clears throat> I am having a hard time coming to terms with the fact that I will need medication for the rest of my life. Correct. It's a really big deal for me. I don't know why, but I feel like I've just, I feel like a tremendous failure that I have to do that. I just wish, and it's like, it's the same reason I don't shave much ever (laughs) because it's like a permanent condition. Like if I don't shave hair will grow. If I don't take meds, I'll fucking end up falling on my chicken fingers on Jefferson street, like that kind of thing. But I, I can't fucking bring my, I can't do it. Like I don't want to have that crutch. And so probiotics and push-ups, sure, but I also probably need to get back on Seroquel because I'm having a lot of bipolar moments. And, like, uh, I need to get back on all that other bullshit. It's just, oh, I was doing so well. I'm a big fan of persevering, but, you know, it might be worth looking into. I I don't know. I was doing so well. But here's my question, though, is is, so you feel like a failure having to take medicine for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, what I'm lost on is what you've failed at. (laughs) <laughs> like, I don't, that's uh, what I get. Like, what? What's the game no, that you fucking you've I not succeeded at? I failed at being like a normal human being, which 
Uh, yeah, big surprise. Anybody who's listened to 50 episodes of this fucking podcast knows. And Andrew's known me as being an abnormal person for my whole life. Yeah, but I mean, I'm going to have kidney stones for the rest of my life if I don't dose vitamin C. I mean, did right. I fail at vitamin C? Like, no, it's just a thing that happens. Yeah, That's it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just take it real hard. And I just, I think um, it's like, man, it makes, makes me feel like uh, I'm mentally like like weak like like because that freaks some people out and like how am i supposed to have a normal relationship where like hey hun like i ran out of seroquel i might be fucking weird for the next month like that kind of thing nobody wants to deal with that so that all that's i don't think that's entirely true well i mean it's not awesome to deal with for people no definitely not it's not gonna be fun yeah (laughs) i wouldn't start the pitch with that yeah but it's like Eventually, people are going to find out that, hey, you take all these fucking wacko meds and you have to, like, take them at certain times at night and you're going to, like, fall, I mean, on a, like a Saturday night, you're going to take your Seroquel and fall asleep at 11 and I hope you're okay with that. Like, nobody wants to, fucking, nobody young and vital wants to deal with that shit. I, I, at least so far, because people have tried and I've explained the whole thing to them and they're like, oh, cool, I'm very supportive. And then they're not, you know? So I'm either going to have to find fucking Harriet Tubman of girlfriends or I'm going to have to be single. And it sucks. Yeah, you went with Harriet Tubman right off the bat. No, Harriet Tubman, though. I mean, speaking of, speaking of Harriet Tubman, there's a girl who works at the Aubon Pen who is really good looking. And then, Where is there an Aubon Pen in Albany? The, the Concourse, there's two of them. Ah. It's really not tasty at all. Um, but anyway. Um, yeah, so I, it's like that's what I think about, you know? And I've met, in the past couple months, I've met some gorgeous women who who want my body, which is weird, <laughs> not much else, which is okay, I guess. But I know, I kind of know, like, it's, uh, it's like, uh, I guess, like, I don't know. Maybe uh it's hard to explain, but I feel like used uh, sometimes. Not used. No, no, I don't feel used because it's consensual. I don't feel used. I feel like like they don't want me for more than this ever, you know. And then it's like so I give it to them good, and we hang out, and it's fun, and I use it as like a notch in the bedpost. But like my my bedpost is like is like it's like a tree that got chopped down. Like it's ready to fall off, you know. Like seriously, you know. And, uh, I don't know, man, like, I'm trying, I'm really trying to, like, find somebody who's for real, but it's definitely not going to happen in Albany. So, uh, probably not. Right. So, <laughs> it's like, but then at the same time, my Tumblr, my Tumblrs in my mind are going like, well, I'm never going to find anybody here, really, uh, so I should just be myself and do whatever and be resigned to that fact, or I should move, or I should... So I'm right back to where I was, like, two years ago when I first moved here, and it's so depressing. Like, oh, why can't I just be a normal person and deal with it? So, all right. I'm not a person that gives good advice, ever, so take well, that for what it's worth. You've given, but me that's, some, you've given me some good shit over the years. Come on. That's a, I feel like that is a fairly normal person thing to think about, though. I don't think that's that's out of whack at yeah. all. Like, yeah, I don't think it's like, yeah, I, I don't know. When uh, when I was single, I would do the exact same thing. It was always like this. It's it's whatever. That's just fucking that normal person shit. I know. I mean, I just go through the. I just find these people, and we immediately like, we we click on like a base level, and we make each other laugh. But then it's like, oh, cool. Well, it's either hey, I live in like you know fucking uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, or I fucking. Um, you know, I know there's like no way anything could ever happen. Or, oh yeah, well I live locally and I actually don't want anyone to know we slept together, but it was fun. 
like that kind of thing, you know? So I have all these like secret loves, <laughs> like people, people like super don't want to want people, other people to know that they slept, we slept together, which is like, oh, interesting. which is going to start knocking on those doors a little more. Yeah. Which is like hurtful. You know, it's like, I'm like the, the, like the ugly fucking duckling at high school who like dudes fuck. And then they're like, well, don't tell anybody. I got a rep to maintain, but they come back and they fuck me anyway, you know? So it's not cool, you know. And, and in a way, there's a lot of parallels to how I how I felt in like high school, where I was like used but not necessarily adored. And uh, and it's uh, and it kind of feels shitty. <laughs> you know? Well, I think the first step in that is to not find yourself laying in the ground on Jefferson Street covered <laughs> in uh, in honey mustard would be the first start, uh, uh, you know. Like I think that's uh, now we've identified the problem, and now we yeah. just baby step our way out of it, and that would be the first baby yeah, step. I cut down on my drinking. Because um, all I hear is that you went to a bar that every person on earth is terminally depressed at yeah. when they're from Albany because you go there and you're just depressed. Yeah. And then you went to the worst restaurant in the world and got bad food, drunk, and then fell down on ice. Yeah, so bad. Like, it's a funny story, but that's all I got out of it. It's like, it's like, you, you've turned it into this, like, Darth Vader moment, but really, you just you know. fell down on ice. It's, it's all right. Mm. It's not the end of the world. It's good. It's good. That's uh, good advice, actually. It's just a funny story, and I shouldn't worry about it. I guess, right? <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> no, it's no. I'm just that's what I'm saying. It's totally like, hey, I shouldn't really worry about it that much because it's just um, a low moment. I mean, it's something I'll fucking I laugh about it now. It happened less than a week ago. I'll, I'll still laugh about it, you know. But it's at the same time, you know, like, ugh. Anyway, I think it's just I, I feel. And I also f- I don't know. I just feel like I don't have a right to feel lonely at this age. And the, considering the amount of partners I've had, like, there's people on this earth who've slept with fucking, who are 36 and slept with two people, or who haven't fucked anybody in 10 years. Yeah, but rights are nonsensical. It's true. It's rights true. don't it's exist. True. Like, listen, I don't want to yeah. have to break this, everybody on earth. Rights don't, in, in a world where you can actually have your head blown off for $5, rights don't exist. Sorry. This <laughs> is the way it yeah. goes. I, I feel bad about that. I wish they did, but they're entirely man Totally true. You're right. <laughs> so, but I just feel like, uh, you know, I shouldn't complain. That's what I feel like. Like, oh, why are you complaining? You've fucked 60 women and you've, uh, you know, you've done all the shit. And it's like, yeah, but it doesn't feel, I wish it was six. If it was, like, meaningful, you know. I don't know. Some of it was meaningful. Don't get tight, girls out. Girls of the podcast, I've slept. Oh, that girl's gonna get so mad again. She's gonna write in. I'm gonna listen to her bullshit again. Who the fuck was that? Anyway, come off. Come off anon, bro. If you're, uh, you know, fucking soft batch. If you want to come, come off anon and actually talk to talk in a sensical reason, sensical way. uh, I can. uh, We can figure that out. You can call me, email me. Um, The thing is, like, everything got real quiet after I posted that fucking loser shit. I'll have to go back and actually read that. I deleted it. I deleted oh, it. it. I deleted it along with the deep seated sadness Facebook post, the famous Facebook post this year. Luckily, so I took a photo of it, so it's, nah, it's there you forever. You should really post it on Tumblr. I think great. I might be able to do that. <laughs> I um, yeah, no, I'm sorry that this is a a downer podcast, everybody. But I uh, yeah, we're about uh, forty five minutes <laughs> in. It's, it was just my lost shitty fucking weekend where I felt uh, very bad about myself. It might happen again. I might continue. Uh, and the funny thing is, now that I'm on health insurance, like I have like real deal health insurance, I find it harder than ever to find to to see a doctor. Like when I had poor people insurance, they would take me right in the clinic. I would see 
a psychiatric nurse. They would dispense meds. It wouldn't be a big deal. Now I have to go to an MVP-approved doctor, and I have to then have them refer me, and it's a six... So you can't go to the tooth-pulling place for uh, for psychology anymore? <laughs> no, I can't. That sucks. But they gave me that shit I need, you know? My shit was right there on a little card. They are like... They literally went into, like, a box and pulled out index cards. Like, oh, this is what you need. Okay. <laughs> like, that's the way it was. It was, like, small-town shit, so... I'm like, uh, okay, you know, and now I have to like it. Oh, go through that whole shit all over again. That's like a six month process. It's like cool. I'm paying like 175 dollars a month for nothing. It's really good. It's just to be evened out. <laughs> I guess so. I need glasses too, which is also bumming me out. Oh, you gotta get glasses. They're fucking awesome. Yeah, they look good on your head because so you have a, good. Yeah, They're but, great, Andrew. You have a, uh, a handsome, normal sized face. I have a fucking. A saucer. My head. See, I think my head is gigantic compared to my body. My head is, uh, well, I have a gigantic body, so I guess my head's proportionate. But I oh, think I, fuck. I have like a big head and a big face, and like, unless I run ten miles a day, like it's never gonna change. So I need to get like sixty-two millimeter glasses. Like the I think it'd be funny if you got really small, like. Um uh, 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 fuck, I forget the guy's name he used to wear. Like these tiny little circular spectacles. Truman, that, Truman Capote. That'll do. No, no, smaller than that. Smaller than that. Okay. Um, oh, fuck, I forget uh, the guy's name. Anyway, I, yeah, Herman, something like that where the the arms actually have to stretch almost horizontal to get around your head. I think that's the way to, that's the way to do it. Heinrich Himmler. And then a, a bow tie. Heinrich Himmler of the Nazi Party had let's, really small Let's take glasses. a look. I haven't seen a picture of Heinrich Himmler in a while. <laughs> you haven't looked up Nazi, famous Nazi Heinrich uh, Himmler? I found Heinrich Himmler's address. <laughs> oh, my God. When me and Heinrich, when I... When yes, Eric, those are actually fantastic. Yes. When Eric Beecher and I convinced Heinrich Himmler that there was a uh, Street Fighter II movie coming out before it actually came out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I could get a Nazi. I have the. I already have his haircut, like exactly. So if I could get those little glasses, that'd be perfect. Problem solved. Yeah. So if you're at home, Google Heinrich Himmler. Uh, he's big ups to my man. He lives with Jason Loading. He lives with Jason Loading on a hill, looking down upon everybody. Um, what do we got for Facebook this week? I guess we got to kind of condense everything else into the next uh, few minutes. I know. So what, what are people freaking out about this week? Well, hey, we got a thing that said people were tired of me talking about pubic hair and shit so uh you know what uh, i talked about real shit so there you go um, uh people are well people are really freaking out about uh arizona and we already covered that a little bit uh, i honestly <laughs> didn't know anything about it until about an hour ago well the the nfl was going to pull the super bowl because arizona was going to pass a bill that gave business owners the right to refuse service to homosexuals that's pretty dope because that gives uh, that gives the NFL now they can not draft that gay kid and still be like oh but we were gonna pull the Super Bowl like that's good they just really they just they really they got out of that corner yeah. God forbid no that that was also the I like how we call the Michael Sam that gay kid what's going that on? Kid, I don't know the no, gay no, no, kid no that's good the gay kid uh, also ran the combine in compression shorts with no like real shorts over them that's and dope he had a hard on. Um, during part of it, which was shown on, uh, which was shown on um, uh, NFL Network, and uh, somebody wrote a really scathing article about how this is the new NFL and blah blah oh, blah. Uh, yeah, really good. Um, <clears throat> people are freaking. You're out. You're such a boring hick. <laughs> like you're so boring. You're not even exciting to listen to. You're just boring. Stop. 
people love... Like, this is a new NFL? Sure, that sounds great. Whatever, it's fine. Cool. You know what? If uh, you sack Peyton Manning and then uh, if you feel bad because you've injured him and you give him a fucking blowjob on the bottom of the pile, that would be awesome, too. I, I want them... <laughs> I'm fine with that. I want them to take it to the extreme. Because if you introduce that sort of thing to Peyton Manning, whitest man alive, Peyton Manning, who does only missionary position sex and only when he wants to make a child. Um, I know, I, I heard this from a reputable source. Um, you, would, you would give him a touch in such a way that he would forever wonder what it would be like to hook up with a man again. And then he would start uh, experimenting. He would move, he would move to, uh, like... He'd move to his own place. He'd get his own uh, kind of apartment uh, downtown. He'd discover like, uh, oh, there's like a gay, there's like a gay village like in Denver where you know like people can just be accepted. And even though I'm a high profile star, people will just. I embrace think it wouldn't me. matter. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. People just embrace me. So he goes to like, uh, you know, Kahuna's Two, like the name of the gay bar. I guess it's called Kahuna's Two there. <laughs> just just made that up. <laughs> like, oh, welcome to Kahuna's 2, where, you know, everybody's out, you know, and, P- and Peyton Manning shows up, and people are like, holy shit, fucking Peyton Manning's at Kahuna's 2. Uh, but at the same time, people are like, you know, you go, girl, you know, you have to come out. And uh, at the end of the night, somebody ends up doing a body shot off of Peyton Manning's tummy. So wow. It's really, and then there's karaoke, and people are, like, singing It's Raining Men, and shit, it's really good. And then, uh, and then he just denies it. The Peyton Manning medium machine squashes it. He buys and and closes Kahuna's too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the and the pictures are all uh, he has people just, people's cameras destroyed. That's my uh, little bit of. That's pretty good. <laughs> all bit. from that gay kid. <laughs> yes. All from uh, all from uh, Michael Sam. Yeah. Um, people are really freaking out. There's a whole uh, there's a uh, Whole Foods market moving <clears throat> into uh, Albany. Oh wow! Really? And people are freaking out about it a little bit because it's going to. <laughs> Guess what, Albany? You don't make enough money to afford Whole Foods because that shit's like marked up like eighty yeah. percent. Don't go there. Well, it's stupid. Well, the thing is, the local co-op here has done the worst thing they could have possibly done. Marked up ninety percent. Fuck that co-op too. Right? They co-op is marked up all their stuff, and. In like anticipation, they also moved to a bigger facility near the highway, like that kind of thing. Like really, like whoa, they could have easily just kept on keeping on. They didn't have to like build a big facility or anything. But so people are freaking out about that. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, or like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Blah blah blah. Um, as far as like uh, people, it's something like a real. I mean, kind of self self absorbed this week. If you hadn't noticed, so I hadn't really been watching too much. Uh, Tumblr trends or Facebook trends or anything. Alec Baldwin. I had <clears throat> I'd also read that there might be a Wegmans coming to Albany now. Oh, really? Now that's... Can I ask a question? Yeah. How many fucking people live there? Do they need 19 grocery chains? Are you fucking kidding? There's Andrew, like 100,000 people in the region. Andrew, there's uh, 81,000 people who live in Albany proper. Like, are you goddamn kidding me? No. Like, one grocery store would service seriously most of the city. We have ShopRite, Hannaford. Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, Price Chopper, Save a Lot. Save a Lot. Um, I think that's it. But that's like seven. Wait, is it, are, are, is Grand Onion not around anymore? Grand Onion is done. Oh, Grand okay, Onion all right. Grand Onion is done, sadly. So that's seven grocery stores. 
Um, oh no, there's commu- there's there's whole there's a Honest Weight Co-op. Honest Weight Food Co-op. Yep. There and you go. And there's another co-op out in Niskayuna or whatever. So there's like nine supermarkets. There's like right now in Albany, you can throw a rock and hit a restaurant. There are so many restaurants; it's gross, and they all serve like median subpar food. Yeah, we got to talk about this because I go to Albany. I don't go to Albany much anymore. The last time I was in Albany, I had a real mental breakdown. It was really depressing. And <laughs> you were like, like, I don't I, actually live here anymore. Huh? Yeah, I just I didn't know. I didn't understand my place in the world. I still don't. Um, yo, but like real talk, Albany, you have the worst restaurants on planet Earth. Ugh. Like when me, I actually think about this a lot because I don't want to live in New York because it's a gross, stinky shithole full of liars. Yeah. Um, and I want to move somewhere, but one of the major things that keeps me here, I'm like, oh, you know what? We've got really good restaurants. And, like, me and Gab don't go out to eat, like, a ton, but we do, you know, like, maybe twice a week we'll get takeout or we'll go out somewhere. When I, like, having a really good restaurant is really nice, and when we go up to Albany, we cannot think of a fucking place to go. It's yeah. at the point where we're like, maybe we'll go to Wendy's on the throughway on the way back <laughs> and get the chicken sandwich and then drive into a ditch. It's like... Yeah, you end up at Chipotle. Yeah, there is... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there, but five. Five restaurants in that entire... Not even city, but the entire region no, it's, that I would consider to be above average. It's, not good, it's abys- necessarily, it's but above average. It's actually not... It's not good. Not great. <laughs> and, um... I know it's because this is fiercely local, but I don't care. Uh, it is. Um, I, I I haven't seen anything like it ever. There's seven oh, seven you Indian places right near my house. Seven. <laughs> Indian. I'm not exaggerating. Seven Indian restaurants right near my house. We're gonna do we're gonna do an Albany tour guide for everyone. That way, when we get really local, people can go back and reference right. it, and we don't have to feel nearly as bad about it. Yeah. Uh, but if you're going through Albany, um. And you've been to a real restaurant where they serve real food? Uh, stop in and go to New World Bistro. Tell me how that goes. <laughs> go, go to fucking... I, I, what are the other places people freak out about that oh, are fucking god. awful? Like, There's... Uh, oh god. There's this place called Rain Modern Chinese. Which whoa. Is, <laughs> that's, that I don't know. It's, I was right on Lark Street. It's so bad. There's Bombers, which is like... Oh, Bombers! How could I forget? They, you know what? If you've ever had a burrito in your life, go to Bombers. Tell me how that was. If you like your burrito with fresh, cold tomato salsa <laughs> which is just blah, like you bite into it and you're like blah. like half of it is hot and the other half is cold it's, like, it's the worst sensation on earth <laughs> it's like ah i'm gonna get a chick oh the chicken bur- okay it's dry chicken i just bit into a diaper that has two shits in it one is new and one is old it's, it's pretty much wild. like it, it is like bad food <laughs> but the thing yeah. is, you pull the wool, you do branding, and you pull the wool over everybody's eyes, and then they're like, "Oh, we're at Bombers, time to drink and eat burritos, and no one will give a shit. The weekend is ours." And then, like, but if you're there on like a Tuesday night, and you're like, "Oh, I feel shitty about myself. All I want to do is like have a burrito," which is usually what my life is like. Um, <clears throat> I, I, Let's I'll, see. Well, there were all right. I'm going to do the five good restaurants in Albany. Let's see. Um, uh, oh, first of all, Mamoons is there. Oh, yeah. And Mamoons is, like, legit. Like, it's the same Mamoons that's in, like, New York and in, I think there's one in New Haven that, like, people, like, line up for. Yeah. It's, like, really good. This place, I can virtually guarantee, if you are in, traveling through Albany, 
and you stop in at Mamoon's on a, you know, like a weeknight, if you are not the only people in the restaurant when you walk in, I will give you a U.S. dollar. <laughs> That's so delicious. Like, nobody goes there, and the food is really fucking good. Ugh. Um, what else do we have? What else is actually fucking good in Albany? Oh, Curry House is actually really dope, uh, dope Indian. Uh, and they've got a lot of competition, but Curry House is the, is the truth. Uh, <laughs> it is the truth. I love that. Oh, it's God damn truth. it. All right, so I have two. I thought of two restaurants. Oh, Ichiban. Ichiban is uh, is actually good upscale-ish uh, Chinese. Um, uh, but you have to go to the one on Central Avenue. If you go to the one on Western Avenue, forget it. Nah, it's, done. it's no good. Uh, what about um, uh, there's this that's really small, and you got to get there early because um, it fills up really quickly, especially on the weekends. Ever since it's been getting a lot of Yelp. Uh, I need two more Albany places. <laughs> Gab's here. She's going to help us. Okay, well, this, this place has got a lot of good Yelp reviews, so it's a little busier than usual. Um, but there's a place uh, called TJI Fridays in Stuyvesant Plaza. <laughs> I've heard really good things about it. The Cheesecake Place. Oh, shit. Oh, Cheesecake right. Factory. Awesome. It's Cheesecake Factory, yeah. <laughs> no, down by factory. your house, I, there is uh, Cheesecake Machismo, which is, you walk in and you're like, Oh, I'm in like a low budget rockabilly video. This fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. But then you have the cheesecake, and you're like, oh, so fuck! Yeah. I I'm gonna I'm gonna drive off a bridge after this because yeah. I don't want to live after this yeah. uh, this piece of of Guinness flavored cheesecake. Yeah, it's is, worth uh, it's, it's worth getting like a leopard print receipt for like good. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, then we got one more. All the good places closed. Yeah. Oh, like, there was a really Casa, good Mexican place, Casa Oaxaca and that, Miss Albany. Yeah, Miss Albany closed. So, do we really only have four good restaurants in the yeah, region of Albany, New that's York? That's honestly it. Oh, Although um, I like, um, no, we already covered India. Uh, there was a crepe place in Saratoga. That's good. No, is it still it's there? Still there. <laughs> All right. There's a crepe place in Saratoga. What is it called? Ravenous. Ravenous crepes. Ravenous. All right. That's the other spot we go. I gave five. Everyone who is not regional definitely turn this off. <laughs> But fuck yeah. it. All right, th- those are the only five places I think I can eat in Albany, New York. Yeah, I can, I don't even feel like eating in one. Andrew, if you're into moving somewhere, I'm totally down. All right, um, let's 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 go I'm, somewhere. I'll save up some paper. We'll just I got you got a built in. Uh, you know, we can get a we get a cool two bedroom apartment, man, and just uh, you know just chill and uh, it'd be great. We can move. Let's move to Portland. Let's do it. I was really counting on that rent. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about that for a minute there uh, did we not talk about it? Oh, that was before we started the podcast no that was before I'm moving out of my uh, creepy little stable that I call my home right now see your life is just in fucking flux right now no wonder you're falling down in the street you just got a lot of just shit going on yeah if I tell Gabby that story afterward oh shit um, I uh, yeah I uh, my uh, let the uh, creepy uh, hippie dippy. Okay, so is this weird? I'm just going to ask you. I'm renting a room from somebody, and uh, I would like them to stay out of my room. Is that weird? No, I, th- I think we did talk about this part, though, right? No, we didn't talk about any of this on the podcast. This is new. Okay. Uh, come home, and all of my mail is on my my like uh, my little like uh, on top of my stereo. All right. So that motherfucker came in my room and put my my mail in my room instead of leaving it downstairs like it it always is. That's really weird, right? Is that I my, feel like I know this guy. <sighs> like, is is it weird if I feel like I'm like, oh, I know this fucking dick? Uh, it's it was beyond weird, <laughs> and I have to leave my door open during the day because we already talked about that part. Oh yeah. I let that motherfucker down. I said, hey, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna move. 
like because uh, you're a fucking strange idiot. Yeah, no, I I let him down easy. I was like, yeah, you know, it's cheaper rent, and I'm living with some friends of mine. So, uh, and he's like, looked all like dejected and sullen, and was like, oh well, I was. Which is funny because that's the exact reason you moved out of your last place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, uh, he's like, well, I, I was really counting on that rent. Uh, yeah, uh, mm, that's. It's going to be a problem for me. Uh, you didn't sign a lease, did you? Uh, no, fuck no. That's I fucking signed, great. Fuck signed this, dude. a rental agreement, which was like, she wrote it in like Google Docs. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. No no lease at all. Nice. Um, yeah, no. I would I, I would never want to get into a lease. It's just really creepy. Um, so... <laughs> Another reason why I'm a man-child. I never want to get hunt- never want to get caught into a lease or anything. Um, plus, my my credits in the five hundreds. So anybody who rents to me is insane. <laughs> um, so that's my life. Uh, but yeah, so let the do down a little easy. But yeah, I'm, I'm cruising now. I feel I felt a lot better. Like a because uh, it's a, it could be a nice place if if he just wasn't such a what's that fucking lunatic? That's uh, kind of a kind of a hippy dippy center square weirdo. <laughs> Jesus, like really bad. And uh, um, so uh, yeah. You want to uh, you want to knock out some of these questions here? Yeah, well, we ooh, got a few minutes. Do you have any questions? Will we get some questions in? Okay, we got some it. questions in. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll read the first one. <clears throat> it's more of a statement. Uh, I was at a punk show at a loft in Bushwick this past Saturday, and as I went to leave, I saw Sean Duty. The girl leaving behind him almost fell through the stairs. <laughs> Figured y'all would appreciate this goody update. Yes, I course. always appreciate these. Oh, Sean Duty gets so bent out of shape when people say they saw him at things. Oh my god, right? It's so good. Oh, so oh, yeah, oh, definitely I, write in when you see Sean Duty. I hate when people recognize me from my... Oh, I was like, come on, man, you know? It's, uh, it is based in no logic whatsoever. It's just him being, like, knee-jerk and weird about things. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. Definitely write in if you've seen Sean Duty. <laughs> um, oh, here, here we go. I belong to a vegan nudist colony. Mm. For the sake of our safety and privacy, I can only divulge that our camp is in the greater New York City area. Awesome. We believe in free-form fornication. Unfortunately, one Ooh. recent convert has been a little too zealous in his lovemaking, and I need some help in talking him out of the clan. His name is Sean Duty. <laughs> see, perfect example. You need to tell us when you see Sean Duty places. Hey, you know, honestly, I'm glad Sean Duty's getting laid, finally. Uh, I can't imagine someone who is at a vegan nudist colony being particularly hot... Um, yeah, well, I'm if, having if, a hard time well, with that if one. If a woman's vegan, uh, she—I you know—it's probably exactly the type of woman who's up my alley, actually. So, but you know, then we have to talk about bread and shit. Like, I don't yeah, know. no, oh fuck, I don't care about quinoa. Get the fuck out of my face. I don't care how the grains give you the energy to run in the morning. I don't care. I couldn't care. With a gun to my head, I couldn't care. <laughs> I don't care about vegetables. I don't care about cupcakes. I don't care about. Um, uh, what's the name of that fucking dude? I don't care about Animal Liberation Front. I don't care about life balance. Butter. Don't care. Yeah, what is that sound back there? What? I hear a huge humming sound in the background. Really? Yeah. How's that, better? Much better. Okay, it was on my computer. I think the fan came on or something. Oh, maybe, yeah. It it sounded like a truck truck was idling outside that window. No, no, we're good. All right, we'll knock a few more of these out and then uh, call it. All right. 
Um, SD is actually right. The Undiscovered Country is actually the best Star Trek film and one of the best films ever. Listen, nerd. <laughs> um, you might be right. I don't know. I'm not going to watch it because I could not possibly find the time and patience in my life to sit through one of those fucking... Actually, you know what? I like the new Star Trek movie, so that was fine. Um, but, you know, get the fuck away from me with the fucking Undiscovered... Ah, ah, I can't even say it. Get out of my face with that shit. The Undiscovered Country. Uh, new Mike made the full room format so much better. In the past, everyone was so hard to hear, but that wasn't the case this time. Great episode, dudes. Thanks. Thank you. That was not the new microphones uh, doing, though. The new microphone is very quiet. So uh, <laughs> all that did was make me personally sound better. Everyone else was still in their own shit. Yeah, I think it was good. I, I was told that it was just okay and that five people in a room is too much. Um However, I thought it was one of our best. What Hicks said that? I'm going to fight somebody. Yeah, it's just, was that Joe Camerari from no. Born Low? Is that, is that who he said that? No, but apparently people think we hate him now. And they're trying to I do hate him. He is fucking what? dead to me. Yeah, I mean, why will we will fucking definitely make good on our threat. I, I will end him. That's <laughs> no, no problem him. there. I mean, he's, he's, we'll, I'll just pull a fucking dime back Daryl while he's playing. Well, he's, well, the Born Low is playing to fucking 15 people in some fucking shithole, uh, as usual. I will uh, I will fucking jump on stage and shoot him. <clears throat> uh, well, here's one. Uh, this is one. This is about the woman who, or the man or woman who, or whoever who wrote me. Uh, Johans, I read the quote-unquote questions from that person throwing shade on the age of people you sleep with, and it made me so fucking mad. That person is clearly a miserable cunt. Whoa. <laughs> and it made me sad to watch you get down on yourself, albeit in a nonchalant way. Maybe not it, so nonchalant. Well, it's called giving up on life for, you know, 48 hours and hoping something happened that didn't. Um, I've listened to all 50 episodes, and while we've never met, I feel like you're a fucking excellent dude and really think you're entirely too hard on yourself. Keep up the good work and don't listen to motherfuckers like that. Peace. Thank you. I wish you weren't anonymous. We could be friends. Um, <clears throat> we got Mike Dick should do more guest spots in the future. I agree. I actually, I liked having him here a lot. I actually feel bad because when I did uh, kissing contest for anyone who hasn't listened to it, go listen to kissing contest. I was on. It was. I forget the exact. Episode. I want to say maybe episode one fifty eight, but I totally just pulled that out of my ass, no. so I don't know. Um. The, uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was uh, a lot of banter. With this one, Mike Dick came in and Sean Diddy was already in his, like, volcano rage. And I don't feel like, uh, I don't feel like Mike Dick at the airtime that he probably should have. So, no. uh, Mike Dick, come on back. No, definitely not. And, uh, and welcome back anytime. He actually tempered my uh, fucking steel uh, a lot because I just need somebody to, to tell me I'm damaged and, and, uh, and make me feel stupid sometimes, which was good. <laughs> uh, Andrew does a good job of encouraging my stupidity, and Mike Dick does a good job of um, pointing it out, which is there's a big difference. So that's good. Um, do women really fondle their boob while masturbating? Yes. Um, <clears throat> could you ask? Uh, could you ask Gabri real quick, just so we can have a woman's perspective on this? <laughs> yeah, we need a woman's perspective. Yeah. yeah. Come, on Come on now. Do women really fondle their boob while masturbating? Sometimes. Okay. Great. Good. Thank you. It's a, it's official. It's official. Women fondle their boob while masturbating. Occasionally. 
Um, I like these a lot. Uh, <laughs> wow, I always thought Sean Duty was just some dad-looking dude. Lad po- last podcast revealed he's a real trip with pent-up anxieties. Why, you, you needed last podcast to understand that? Hans Danger, you got to kidnap him and take him upstate to a camp and get the dude's blood pressure down. There's no, no getting his blood pressure down. It's, Sean Duty is a machine that will find a way to tell you you're wrong every chance it gets. Uh, so if you tell Sean Duty he's got high blood pressure, he'll have a reason why his entire bloodline needs it to survive. Uh, f- uh, 50 minutes into episode 50, and I just want to say that Sean Duty is a horrendously bad storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Usually, I think I said it before, Sean Duty, people usually find him funny. This time, people were like, wow, that dude's, like, really damaged. Ugh. No, really, really, yeah. Um, uh, Here's one. Uh, There were only 17 results when I typed in Harry Tattoo Glasses on Nude Vista. Shit's weak. Use Bulk Tube. If you if you really want to hit the mother load of bed, all right. So that's point. our porn side of the week is BulkTube. BulkTube.com. You know, I was crushed to find that cum.com actually exists. I'm not ex- I'm not surprised <laughs> one bit. Uh, but I guess bulk. Yeah, BulkTube. Yeah, but I don't want to hit the mother load. Like it's quality, not quantity. In those 17 videos, there's one of a woman masturbating with glasses that is so hot. And that's my been my go-to video. I know there's only 17, but at least, at least five of those I get supreme mileage off of. So how much else do you need, really? Oh, uh, let's see here. What else we got? Uh, how is your hairy, tattooed punk girl prospects looking, Hans, man? Good question. Not great. <laughs> not great at all. In fact, uh, I'm, I'm not. women don't really like me at all. So oh, thank you God. for bringing that back up. It's really good. Thank you so much for that. That's really good. Um, <laughs> why do you guys hate the dude from Born Low so much? Because he is a sucker. No, because he's fucking has a needle dick. It's fucking has, doesn't have an ounce of muscle on his limp frame. He can't play guitar worth shit. Fucking hate. I'm gonna hate uh, him. I'm gonna suplex him through a Toyota Corolla. Yeah, seriously, it's gonna be like the one of the mid boards in Street Fighter where we beat up the car. Only it's gonna be his car. <laughs> That's it. Tiger, tiger, tiger. Holy shit! It's gonna be great, and the car is gonna be all fucking busted up and miserable. Uh, he shouldn't have parked it at the dock. Yeah, I should have parked it at the, at the the dock, and then the, you know, the uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have parked it in the Russian factory where everybody's fighting. <laughs> I know. Why did you park it there? <laughs> Why did you park it in the Russian factory? Why did you park it in the Air Force base where Guile's there? You know, about I, to f- <laughs> I always found it really pussy that Guile was in the Air Force. Did you? Know? Yeah, it's like he's got his boys like kind of hanging out with him there. Yeah, but he's like, huh, 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 Guile. Uh, Ken is the best Street Fighter character, by the way. I hope everybody knows that. Well, I don't know. Like, Ken was really dope, but then they realized they got hit to the fact that everybody used him, and then they made him, like, ridiculous. Where, like, he would fly across the screen and do, like, really whack shit. Well. Like, he was just, he, there. I think Street Fighter Turbo was the pinnacle of it, and that was when he was at his best. Oh, uh, yeah, but at the same time, Street Fighter Turbo is fucking some cheating shit. When it's you can make your character better than he actually is. Can you? I don't think you can do that shit. I don't know. Uh, yeah, the you only can, you can actual cheating stars. shit I ever found was in the first... Uh, I think it was only in Super Nintendo. The first Super Nintendo Street Fighter, where it was just regular Street Fighter. If 
somebody picked Zangief, you could be Dalsim and just use middle kick, and there was no way he could get around it ever. Like there was, it was some weird glitch where there was just, he couldn't jump high enough or go low enough or hit the foot or anything like that. It used to drive my brother fucking insane. It was the best. <laughs> well, we definitely came to blows on that at least once. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I've definitely beaten up a Nintendo, like an original Nintendo Entertainment System, to the point where it stopped working because of Street Fighter. It drove me fucking crazy. Jesus Christ! All right, All right let's we, let's do one last one. Also, not a question, but uh, helpful. The Tumblr feminist term you're looking for is SJW, social <laughs> justice warrior, oh, good. which I think is uh, very, very good. Yes. Good. That, that's the that's the person who accused me of preying on young women. Like I fuck, like I like I'm a fucking character in a chick tract, and I just fucking is that the same person really? Probably, oh, probably. Well, I, I see, yeah. I see. I got I got what you're going and on. Oh, we got another one that just came in here. Yeah, I see that. Uh, Andrew, I'm in need of a nice pair of leather dress shoes. None of that Nick Wooster colored soles or wingtip boots. Looking to spend a reasonable amount, but willing to show higher quality. Um, I like wingtip boots. I think they're really nice. I think you should uh, maybe look into them. Yeah, come on. Um, I don't know. Get a pair of used Allen Edmonds or like a pair of used Alden or something. I mean, it's it's weird wearing like used shoes. I get that, but I mean, it's you know, it's kind of whatever. <laughs> what about uh, uh, what about floor shimes? If you can get older floor shimes, they're pretty dope. New ones aren't that great. I've got a pair of older floor shimes from, uh, I think, the mid-60s that are still uh, still kicking today. They still look like probably the best pair of shoes I own. Um, yeah, I don't know. If you can't afford, like, new good shoes because they're, like, 600 bucks, just fucking buy used till you can. It's, it's, it is what it is. Grind and it. then the first time you spend $500 in a pair of shoes, you're going to feel like you have, like, a brain tumor and you're going to, like, fall down when you leave the store. But it's, it's worth it in the long run. It's true. I bought a suit at Joseph A. Banks, and I, it was three hundred dollars. And you and fell down afterwards, I, and you got honey mustard all over it. I, I, that was the part you forgot to mention <laughs> that you were in a suit during this whole thing. <laughs> no, I was in my man-child uniform, fucking <laughs> torn, stinky, fucking van. I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take you up and down, man-child uniform. Ready? Torn, stinky, fucking uh, Vans Authentics from last summer. Um, socks that I had that hadn't changed in a day or two. Um, <clears throat> uh, Levi five fourteen jeans, uh, way not the style for a, a a chubby man, but I wear them anyway. Um, with salt stains on the bottoms, a red flannel uh, to complete the Al Borland from Home Improvement look, a green jacket with a uh, the band Death patch on the back, and a Carhartt hat, so I look like I fix cars. Um, and covered in honey mustard. That's the man child uniform. <laughs> fell the glaze of honey mustard. Fell on my fucking elbow, which is the worst pain, like like labor pain, so bad. Jesus Christ! And I, uh, I just hope somebody saw me. Like I, I it would be so great. No one's ever on that street to see anything. That's like the most murderous street. It's yeah. fucking ridiculous. Uh, so. uh, yeah, that's that's like Treme. <laughs> that's really good yep i uh i definitely uh yeah that was great so on, right. on that note <laughs> well this has been uh overnight drive episode 51 we finally made it out of the 50s yeah and hopefully i will be in uh, on the better foot next week um 
We'll actually try and do next week, too, as opposed yeah. to two weeks from now. We'll see what we can do about that. Oh, hey, we've been good so far. We did one last week. We're doing one again. It'll be out on Friday, maybe. Who knows? You know, we'll be, we'll have like kind of a, kind of a schedule again. And uh, I want to figure out, because we did, I think, 44 episodes before the new year turns. Yep. But I want to see if we did 52 hours worth, because a few of those were really long. Right. So I want to ah. I want to get off on a technicality. So okay. we're we're gonna I'm gonna try that this week. I'm gonna see do some math. I like do it. some really fucking hard math. Uh, All right. Um, got anything you want to plug this week? Uh, go to uh, <clears throat> photographsofcraigslist.com. That's uh, my site that I don't update very much, but it's very interesting. Um, if anybody wants to get into a long distance relationship, I'm totally down. <laughs> Not really. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's about it, man. That's all, all I right. got going on. What about you, pal? Uh, nothing to plug necessarily, but, and I don't want to raise any hopes. I'm not going to say any names. I'm going to do anything. We might have a special guest next week. Really? It actually occurred to me as I was recording this podcast that I could maybe make this happen. So, we'll see. I, well, I don't I'm even... going to put it at sub 40%. We'll have a special guest, but we'll give it a shot. I don't even know about this. I know. This is going to be It's gonna be wild. I might not tell you. Dude, please tell me. I might just let it happen. <laughs> so, somebody I know. Maybe. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. This has been 51. Get the fuck out of my face. Boom. Um, want to cue the music? Let's cue it. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.